Okay, so the football team has completed their first full week of camp, and Lincoln Riley has challenged the group heading into week two with a Sunday afternoon, early evening scrimmage. Plus, it's been a while since Trojan fans have seen the tight end used in any significant way. Will the USC Trojan will the USC tight ends have a big season for the Trojans in 2022? That's what's coming up next on Locked On USC. You are Locked On Trojans, your daily podcast on the USC Trojans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, fight on everyone. I'm your host, Mark Culkin, and thanks for making Locked On USC your first listen every day. Whether you're watching on YouTube or wherever you download your podcast, we are free, and we thank you for coming along for the ride. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, keep the show growing, tell on a friend, and keep giving us some feedback. I love it all, whether it's positive or negative. I got some thick skin. Tell me how you feel. Okay, so the team finished up their first full week of fall camp and they've obviously seen the physicality ramp up as each practice session has has gone on and with that physicality um has come rehab island's population it's seen a spike jude wolf is right now the first i guess we'll call him the first team significant uh, casualty going through the first what seven eight days of camp I'm recording this Sunday, uh, and they are holding a scrimmage or actually it should be over by now. Uh, by the time I'm recording the scrimmage, I'm looking at the time. Uh, but Jude does have a foot issue that's going to require a, uh, a medical procedure. Typically that means surgery. Um, there is speculation that he has a broken bone in his foot. Uh, but Lincoln Riley did say that he anticipates having him back sometime in October for the second half of the season. So uh, we'll have more on Jude and his impact with the tight ends a little bit later. Uh, however, the uh, the Russian group definitely uh, felt the physicality of the uh, last few days of the first week of camp. Um, in fact... <laughs> Coach Roy Manning was probably looking for the smelling salts uh, for for Friday's practice. I asked him. Um, he was he was kind of standing there next to me during the team stretching uh, strength and conditioning stretching session, and I asked him if he was going to suit up because uh, I noticed that Corey Foreman, Solomon Tuliapupu, Solomon Bird, the transfer from Wyoming, as well as Romello Haight, who was wearing a yellow jersey. Uh, for Friday's practice, uh, left his group pretty thin. I guess that's a nice way of putting it. Um, at one point during the drills, um, before the media got kicked out, um, it was Julian Simon and preferred walk-on Grant Pomerantz from Bishop Gorman High School out of Las Vegas. Um, those were the only two live bodies going through the drill session. So, uh, yeah, I was I was kind of half-joking with uh, Coach Manning, asking, are you going to have to suit up and get out there to kind of <laughs> make that group uh, functional today? So, um, you know, Lincoln Riley 
kind of touched on that after practice on Friday, saying, you know, this is the reason why they cross-train guys at different positions. So while we weren't able to see who was out there playing a rush end uh, once the doors were closed, um, obviously players are being moved around. Now, these guys, we're going to hope they're just uh, minor dings and dents, so to speak, as you go through fall camp, and they're just trying to keep them fresh. We spoke about, you know, we've spoken about solo um, multiple times on this show. Uh, so there's really no need to go over, uh, you know, the, what he's been trying to overcome. Um, Corey Foreman, you know, we talked about it on last week on a couple of episodes where he wasn't at practice with excused absence. As we found out uh, from Lincoln on Friday, uh, Corey's dealing with a, with a minor injury. Uh, we did notice him with a, a long neoprene sleeve on his left leg. Take a take that for what it's worth. Um, I anticipate he'll be back ready to roll uh, when we see him on Tuesday when the media is back at practice. Uh, the, the the team uh, held a, two more practices on Saturday and Sunday. Again, Sunday with the scrimmage, and they have Monday off before resuming again on Tuesday. And they have been in full pads uh, ever since Thursday of last week. Uh, it was nice to see uh, the linebackers that were healthy uh, doing linebacker stuff with Coach Brian Odom on Friday. Uh, and by doing linebacker stuff, I'm talking about live tackling with live people without any type of soft landing. In other words, uh, they were hitting, wrapping up, and driving guys into the turf. Uh, not They weren't going 100%. I would say 75% terminal velocity hard enough to to make an impact and uh you could you could tell who who likes to well i shouldn't say likes to but who is ready to absorb a hit and who who really didn't want any part of it we've got uh, some video highlights up on wearesc.com scott schrader and eric mckinney and myself put together some really cool film and uh scott produced a, a nice three minute video so go check that out uh, you can also check it out on YouTube as well, um, but that will be a uh, if you if you need to find that link that that is VIP subscriber stuff on WeRC.com. All the information we're giving you here is for free, and that's why you make Locked On USC your first listen. Um, I would say the linebackers who uh, who seem the most enthusiastic as far as doing the hitting at least from my perspective, were uh, Rajon Davis, Chris Thompson, and Raylan Goforth. Um, they really uh, look to enjoy the physicality that Brian Odom um, was asking those guys to do. All the linebackers were, but those three really stood out. And, you know, you might see it differently when you're checking out the highlight video. I also got a chance to see Eric Gentry uh, cleared for takeoff for the first time. Uh, he is long and he is all arms. And when I say clear for takeoff, I mean in uniform and ready. You know, he wasn't wearing the yellow jersey, which meant he was cleared for, for contact. If you're old enough to remember uh, the name Ted Hendricks, he, uh, he played at the University of Miami when I was like a toddler. <laughs> But uh, I was old enough to remember him playing in the NFL. 
uh, towards the end of his career with the Oakland Raiders. Before that, he played with the Baltimore Colts, uh, the Green Bay Packers, and uh, one other team. I, oh, the Miami Dolphins. Anyways, uh, I guess the best comparison for Eric Gentry would be um, the Mad Stork, Chet Hendricks. Again, tall, long, rangy, gangly, uh, but plays the game with a physical uh, component. It doesn't really match up the body style, but uh, I think USC fans, if you've seen any of his freshman film when he was at ASU, you're going to be excited when you see him suit up for USC against Rice that first game. Absolutely. I know I am. Uh, Like I said, the team held a scrimmage uh, Sunday night, again, without the media present to see who was available and, you know, who did what and and as I mentioned, the team will be off on Monday. So uh, we're hoping to get some behind-the-scenes feedback between now and Tuesday's, uh, I believe, Tuesday morning's practice. Uh, so hopefully I'll be able to give you uh, some sort of feedback on our next episode of Locked on USC. Uh, so we'll, we'll keep our, our fight on fingers crossed that our sources can come through with, uh, with something. Maybe one or two little highlights. Who knows? I'm sure USC will eventually release a uh, a little social media clip um, rubbing everybody's face in it that this is what you're missing out on. And that's great. You know what? Build up that anticipation. I'm all for that. I'm also starting to see why the staff uh, is kind of high on offensive tackle transfer Bobby Haskins. Uh, talked about it last week how um, Josh Henson talks about the cerebral part of his game and how he's never out of position based because of his experience um, with 45 games under his belt, 20 starts at the University of Virginia. Well, I have now seen him in full pads, helmet, cleats, everything. Um, I understand why. He looks the part. He's big and long. Uh, he's got long arms. He's impressive to see. Now, how that translates on the film and on the field, I'll let you know when I see it. Uh, I have heard back from uh, a couple of people off the record that Bobby is, and these are from people on the team, uh, some of his peers. He is very technically sound, and he is just raised, he because of that, he's, he's, he's raising everybody's game. So uh, he's already having a very positive impact on the team regardless. And I can tell you right now that um, there's been no change as far as from what we've seen at the end of the first week camp, as far as the offensive line rotation. Um, I'll just go over that real quick. Your first line, left to right, Cortland Ford, Andrew Voorhees, Brett Nylon, Justin Dietrich, Jonah Monheim, and your second team rotation, Bobby Haskins, Gina Quinones, Andrew Malek, Jason Rodriguez, and Mason Murphy. If we hear anything different, uh, we'll let you know. We will definitely keep you linked in on that. And you can stay um, linked in because as you gear up for the fall, you will need the right people on your team to help your small business fire on all cylinders. And LinkedIn Jobs is here to make it easier to find the people you want to talk to faster and for free. Excuse me. You can create free job posts in minutes on LinkedIn Jobs to reach your network and beyond to the world's largest professional network of over 810 million people. Then just add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring so that your network can help you find the right people to hire 
Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experiences so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus deleting competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. And did you know every week, near to nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? So go post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So at the top of the show, I mentioned Jude Wolf. Um, this is, you know, look, this is a tough blow for Jude as well as for the team. Um, injuries are just going, they, they have plagued the tight end position, let alone, you know, Jude has had his own injuries um, throughout his, throughout his career at USC. It's, it's a shame because um, while he was, you know, he was slowed down as a true freshman. That was back in 2019. We're now going to the 2022 season. Um, that was with a back injury. Uh, and then in 2020, I think it was, I don't know, sometime close to the halfway point, he, he broke his foot and he missed the, I think he missed the final two games of that season. Um, so he, he played through it. Well, as you know, from, if you've been able to read my practice report over on wearec.com, he has a boot on his left foot on his left foot, and he's been riding a scooter. So, um, look, let's put one on one together. It sounds like he might've re aggravated that old injury and he needs to have some sort of procedure. Um, and that's a shame because he was really starting to show his value um, last year. Um, granted, he only had, you know, a handful of receptions, but uh, you could really see that he was going to be a, an integral part of, of Lincoln Riley's plans in 2022, especially the way Lincoln likes to use uh, his tight end. Uh, in the H-back, and I guess they call it the Y position role. Uh, Jude seemed to fit that H-back role perfectly. So hopefully, as Lincoln put it, he'll be back uh, sometime in October for the second half of the season. Um, until then, uh, who else from that group is going to be ready to step in, I guess is the question. You know, Josh Follow and... And Ethan Ray, they, neither of them have had a full season uh, since they've been at USC. Josh Fallow is going into his sixth year. Um, he was part of the 2017 recruiting class. And <laughs> let me really put Josh Fallow's career into context for everybody. This guy has a lot of talent, very athletic, 6'5", can run like a deer, jump I mean, just a very, he is the type of athlete that the NFL drools over. He hasn't caught a pass at USC since 2019. <laughs> That's hard to believe. Um, he's had a total of four catch, uh, receptions in his career at USC. No, excuse me. He had four in 2019 and he hasn't caught one since then. 
So yeah, he has four in his career. <laughs> um, man, I've seen him. We've seen a highlight clip of him so far this fall camp, but we see one every year. Hopefully that's not the last catch we see from Josh this season because they're going to need him. Um, and Ethan Ray, it's been even worse. He, he, he hasn't even seen the field in his time at USC. And he was a member of the 2019 recruiting class. So, uh, man, it would be great to, to see both these guys healthy and able to contribute. Um, and, look, you know, that's not a knock on those guys. That's just a harsh reality that, you know, the position as a whole has been a void. And it's been that way for a long, long time. Uh, you know, Lake McCree has, you know, so who's left? You got Lake McCree, and he, he's got potential. Um, he showed last year, you know, to be pretty fearless and willing to go down the middle, uh, taking, making that tough catch. I love what I saw out of him in practice last year when we were able to watch it. Um, but he suffered a concussion, uh, at the end of the year. Uh, and, um, I think if, if he ended up having to miss that last game of the year versus Cal on the road. So he... I believe he had uh, what was it seven catches for 91 yards last year. So again, there's some potential there. Um, but again, you know, this position for whatever reason, and hopefully that stops now, it just hasn't stayed healthy. So obviously I haven't mentioned one name and naturally all eyes are going to turn to Malcolm Epps who, you know, it's hard to miss him. Number one, he has an unusually, high top end speed for a guy his size. He's six foot six, 200 and what, 200, I think 45 pounds, somewhere in that range. But I remember reading last year, it's, it was reported that he has the highest top end speed of everybody on the team. That was last year. Now, um, I don't you know. Obviously USC has added some new additions. So that's, that's probably changed. Uh, nevertheless, um, the point I'm making is Malcolm Epps has a great combination of size and speed. So uh, he caught 10 passes last year and uh, he actually had the, the highest team average per reception. Um, and you consider that they had Drake London on the team, but his 10 receptions averaged 17 yards per catch. So um, look, the, the Lincoln Riley's tight end, uh, they use, they, I, I mentioned a, a little while ago, uh, they have a designation of an H-back and the Y. Uh, the H-back um, kind of plays a, a an integral role in Riley's uh, scheme because he, he'll line up everywhere on the field, in the backfield, um, off the line, on the line, in motion. Um, so you have to have a really high IQ um, and it be a willing run blocker, pass protector, but also have good hands to catch the ball um, when, when when called upon. So with uh, with all the wide receivers and the running backs that you know on on the roster now, and the way that that position has been fortified, uh, there's only so many catches to go around for the tight end for the tight end group to begin with. Um, so I guess, you know, what will it take, how many catches will it take for that position to be considered 
uh, a significant contribution in 2022. Um, you know, it, I, I don't think anybody were looking for, you know, 50 to, you know, 70 or even 90 catches at that from out of that group, um, especially with so many wide receivers um, that Lincoln Riley has at his disposal. You've got Travis Dye and Austin Jones and Darwin Barlow and possibly a new secret weapon with Rayleigh Brown um, out of the backfield catching passes. Um, so, you know, maybe you use the standard that he had with uh, Jeremiah Hall that um, that Lincoln Riley used him at the way he used him at Oklahoma. Uh, I think, um, no, I don't think, Eric McKinney pointed out in his uh, highlights, in his story um, on WeRSC.com that uh, Jer Jeremiah Hall had, I think, 32 reception and was the third or the fourth leading receiver uh, on the team last year for the Sooners. So, hey, um, when you've got a Jordan Addison on your team, among other receivers like a Gary Bryant, uh, hey, <laughs> there's only there's only so many catches to go around. So, uh, let if Lincoln Riley can find a way to to ration the the throws around, keeping everybody healthy, especially that tight end position, um, hey. That's just another tool at his disposal. And he'll find, he'll, but again, Lincoln Riley's going to have to find a way to, to build that tight end into uh, the offensive scheme with everybody else. And another thing that you can do while you're thinking about how Lincoln Riley is going to build the tight end that USC has used in a while into the offense is to head on over to built.com and try their, their new, uh, their, their new flavor. If you haven't tried them, they have these things called built built bar puffs, and they have a, a new indulgent flavor called cookie dough, and it's covered in chocolate. So um, it has you get all the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of having to make it. Plus, it's healthy for you. It's covered in 100% real chocolate. The cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein. So run to built.com to snag a box for you and the family. It'll be, it can be the perfect treat, or you can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them for yourself. What's great about built is that all their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. So eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff, whether you need a snack for your workout a late night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite. Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built bar. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo LOCKEDON15. All right. So, um, you know, Lincoln Riley is like any other head coach who uh, knows when to push and when to pull. And he's, he's on Friday, he's, he showed the team another way to, excuse me, on Saturday, he showed another way of keeping things loose with the team. Um, he tried to challenge uh, the team before he let them go, before he released them from practice on Saturday. Back in the spring, he tried the same thing 
um, where he tried to, uh, I won't say he tried to use a whole conquer and divide, but uh, he pitted the two kickers against each other, Alex Stadhouse and Dennis Lynch, um, where he had the kickers kicking, I, I believe it was a 48 yard field goal. Um, had the, if it, had either one of them missed, uh, they were going to have to stay after and the team was going to have to do some extra work. Or as uh, Coach Roy Manning would say, just work. It's not extra work. It's just work. Anyway, um, both kickers met the challenge and converted their kicks. The result was Lincoln Riley had to do ups and downs in front of the whole team. Uh, Lincoln Riley decided he was going to challenge the team again this Saturday before he let the team go. However, he put the pressure on USC center Brett Nylon. He made him pick uh, who had to perform. And this time, Brett had to choose one lineman from either the offensive side of the ball or the defensive side of the ball to receive a punt. So, um, Brett chose Tuli, Tui, Tui Pelotu, and it was kind of a unanimous decision. I don't think Brett really had a choice, uh, because once Brett started looking around, you could hear the whole team chanting, Tuli, Tuli. Well, Will Rose made the punt, Tuli made the catch, Tuli then went, went on and made his own punt. And the team was free to go from practice. Now, because Thule caught the ball, the team didn't have to have their afternoon lift session. Now, obviously, um, that was the reward. Um, I'm here to tell you, most of the team, if not everybody, showed up sometime during the afternoon to get a little bit of weightlifting in. These guys are locked in and they are dedicated. So it was just fun uh, to see the team respond, check out, you can go check out USC football, social media. It was a really cool reaction. Um, coach Wiley even photobombed it, reminding everybody that he'll be, that at least Tuli will be lifting, even though he caught the ball. <laughs> um, but again, the team is meeting the challenge, regardless of how Lincoln Riley tries to pose a challenge. Um, mentally, this team is, is they're prepared. They're, they're meeting, at least anecdotally, um, they're meeting the challenge so far. We'll see what happens uh, when bullets are flying and the games are going on. So uh, I'll be back at practice on Tuesday, and uh, we'll bring you some more news and notes from fall camp. Um, you're watching this show on Monday. And when you're done watching and listening here to Locked On USC, make sure you head on over to the Locked On Network. You can check out Spencer McLaughlin with the Locked On Pac-12. He'll get you all caught up with the news and notes in 30 minutes or less. And USC fans, you might as well get acquainted with Locked On Big Ten and their host, Nate Dickinson. And as always, what I can't fit into here on Locked On USC in 30 minutes or less, head on over to WeRSC.com. I got all of your VIP notes and nuggets, as well as Scott Schrader's recruiting information, Eric McKinney's team coverage, and you have Inside the Trojan Huddle, Weekly's podcast, 
with Chris Arledge and his musings. And that's something you do not want to miss. I promise you that. So until our next episode, everyone, fight on. And thanks for making Locked On USC your first listen.